0: I find a bit of a sad but significant timing for hearing this story of the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. When Jesus comes upon these two, they are distraught. Um, Verse 15. Their faces, they stood still when Jesus asked them what they were discussing. Their faces downcast. They talked and discussed the things that had happened uh, with, uh, about Jesus. And so when he asks them, they catch him up on why they are so downcast. And the line that, that stands out the most for me is that one, but we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. William Barclay captures the emotion here. He writes, There is all the poignant, wistful, bewildered regret in the world in their sorrowing words. We were hoping that he was the one who was going to rescue Israel. They were the words of men and women whose hopes are dead and buried. These two disciples, as well as dozens and dozens of others, have been let down. They thought Jesus was going to set everything right. Jesus would get rid of the oppressive, ruling elite both the powerful and exploitive government and the exploitive religious leadership. Jesus would bring justice for the poor and the powerless. Jesus would bring shalom, a wholeness of peace, to all people so that all people could live and thrive. And then all those dreams are destroyed. Jesus didn't even put up a fight at the end, He came, got everyone all worked up, and then the powerful killed him, and nothing changed. I imagine that this is what many people in this country felt like when JFK was killed. And for people of color in this country, in recent memory, it has been even more similar, with the assassination of MLK Jr., Bobby Kennedy. Malcolm X. And I find that many of us in this country today feel to greater or lesser degree a sense of this same despair or disappointment. There were many people who were putting a lot of hope in Bob Mueller or some of our other political leaders. Some of you may have seen um, that this weekend, uh, one of the great voices in the Christian church in the U.S. died, um, Rachel Held Evans. She was the author of our last book that we read for QAPC Reads, Inspired. She was only 37 years old. She was uh, had a tremendous following of people throughout the nation and even really the world uh, because she was such a powerful voice for uh, progressive, compassionate, loving Christianity. And she uh, very suddenly and disturbingly died um, this weekend. All of us have had people in whom we have put hope, but that hope has not been fulfilled. Sometimes the failure is because they themselves are human. Sometimes the failure is because of the sin and evil of others. But like the disciples in our story, we find ourselves walking in disappointment and despair. The one in whom we had put our hope has left us nothing but hopelessness. That is where this story begins. That is where many of us find ourselves this morning. But thank God, (laughs) that is not where our story ends. In our story, Jesus shows up. He didn't abandon them. He didn't fail them. In fact, notice how he first responds to these two on their road uh, in despair, In verse 25, they tell him all that's gone on, including that horribly sad line about we had hoped he had been the one. And he said to them, how foolish you are. How slow of heart to believe. That is not counseling 101 behavior. You don't say that to people who are grieving. But Jesus did. Now, before we start uh, criticizing those who are in despair or start criti- criticizing ourselves when we are in despair, it's important to point out that Jesus here is essentially saying to them, God didn't fail you. You failed to understand God. Jesus can do that. We are not the ones that can do that. So. Uh, but Jesus can do that, confront us with that kind of a truth, and does here and goes on to explain to them why. What does he mean about that? And we hear that part about, did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, the the Hebrew scriptures, our First Testament, he explained to them what was said in all of scripture concerning himself. There are a lot of ways that Jesus May have uh, opened the scriptures to those, to the two of them. Um, for us, it is most important to note simply that it was through scriptures which Jesus encouraged them, the f- which for them meant the Hebrew First Testament, but also now includes for us the Greek New Testament. It was through the scriptures. And it was through Jesus's own explanation of those scriptures that this meaning was opened to them. And it's the, the, the opening is, is uh, the same as used for like opening a door into an open space. Jesus is the one who guides them into truth and understanding. Jesus himself meets these disciples on the road in the midst of their despair He speaks to them through the scriptures and it changes their heart. They don't recognize Jesus until later, until the breaking of the bread. But they felt his presence even earlier. And that's where that verse that was added at the end becomes so important. They ask each other, Were not our hearts burning within us? While he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us. Jesus' presence and and the message that he brought warmed their heart. It, It fired them up. The journey that had begun in despair for them ended with encouragement. I quoted part of Barclay, William Barclay's uh, piece earlier, but now hear the fullness of the quote. This story tells us of the ability of Jesus to make sense of things. The whole situation seemed to these two persons to have no explanation. Their hopes and dreams were shattered. There is all the poignant, poignant wistful, bewildered regret in the world. In their sorrowing words, we were hoping that he was the one who was going to rescue Israel. They were the words of men and women whose hopes are dead and buried. And then Jesus came and talked with them. And the meaning of life became clear to them, and the darkness became light. The story of Jesus meeting these two on the road to Emmaus Reveals the way that Jesus led them from despair to encouragement, and this story reminds uh, or this story reveals to us the way that Jesus can guide us on that same path in one respect this story as a whole as Tom Wright puts it is both a wonderful, unique, spellbinding tale, and also a model for a great deal of what being a Christian from that day to this is all about, the slow, sad dismay at the failure of human hopes, the turning to someone who might or might not help. The discovery that in Scripture, all unexpected, there lay keys which might unlock the central mysteries and enable us to find the truth. The sudden realization of Jesus himself present with us, warming our hearts with his truth, showing us himself as bread is broken. This story serves as a glimpse, uh, or excuse me, as an allegory of what can be the journey of a a whole lifetime. In the fullness of our lives, Jesus can lead us from despair into encouragement. And this story is also a tremendous and powerful way for us to deal with the despair of a particular moment and a particular experience. Again, Tom Wright, this story is often used for meditation. Bring your problem, your agony on the road to Emmaus. Be prepared to share it in prayer with Jesus who approaches. And learn to listen for his voice, explaining, leading forwards, warming your heart by applying scripture to, what, applying scripture to what's going on. Learn to live in this story. This passage forms one of the most powerful encouragements to pray for his presence and a sense of his guidance whenever we study the Bible. Only with Jesus at our side will our hearts burn within us and lead us to a point where we see him face to face. Jesus is with us always. Jesus longs to share our burden and give us rest. This story encourages us to share our despair or all things on our hearts with God, but share our despair even when our despair is about God. Then to listen for Jesus, especially through Scripture. And pay attention to that warming of the heart, to that spark of recognition. Human beings will disappoint us. Whether out of their own brokenness and failure or because of evil or sin that destroys them or their work. We will find ourselves on a path of despair. But Jesus is with us there. Jesus asks us what is wrong and listens. And when we listen, we often find our hearts warming within us. We find Jesus leading us to encouragement. Thanks be to God.